सलाम शलम एंड हेलो टू ऑल आर लिसनर्स यूर लिसनिंग टू रैंडम बकवास और आज हमारे पास एक ज़बरदस्त और धमाकेदार शो है जिसमें हम मोइन खान से बात करेंगे रात दिन एक्सप्लेनिंग मोइन खान इज एंड वॉट ही डज आई वुड रादर लेट यू ऑल लिसन टू द इंटरव्यू एंड डिसाइड फॉर योर सेल्फ वॉट ही इज बिकॉज इट्स हार्ड टू एक्सप्लेन इन वर्ड्स वॉट हीज़ डूइंग एंड अमेजिंग आई दैट ही इज़ दिस वॉज प्लान इंटरव्यू इन द सेंस के इट वॉज एन इंटरव्यू फॉर्मेट हमने एक काफ़ी ऑर्गेनिक अप्रोच ली थी इस इंटरव्यू के लिए और वॉट वी डिड वॉज के हम पहले दस मिनट जो है हम आई थिंक सिर्फ बातें कर रहे हैं मोइन से एंड वी जस्ट डिस्कसिंग वट्स हैपनिंग इन ईच अदर्स लाइफ एंड देन वी रियली स्टार्ट गेटिंग इन टू इट तो आई थिंक यू इन्जॉय दिस कॉन्वर्सेशन लेट इस नो वट यू गैस थिंक सब्सक्राइब शेयर एंड लाइक द पॉडकास्ट इट रियली हेल्प्स अस इफ यू रेट इट ऑन आई ट्यून इज वेल इल बी गुड Uh, more and more people can listen to this and uh, uh, know uh, what we're trying to achieve here also to add to this um, this is a multi-part podcast episode because uh, the conversation went on for two and a half hours uh, with moin khan there was so much to cover um, so this is the first part that you're listening to and we'll be putting the second part up right after this one uh, which will be on our website and itunes so you can download it from there and uh, enjoy the conversation Just like the, I just like the name of the podcast uh, <laughs> enough, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. ठीक है. इसके बाद हम लोग मेलबर्न में और सात पचपन शाम के बजे मेलबर्न ऑस्ट्रेलिया में and we just sort of yeah. rushed back from work and we've been pretty uh excited slash nervous about talking to you because obviously mashallah there's so much to cover and um even if we can get you know 2 hours of your time i think we'll be um, very happy with that yeah uh, i i think we should uh we should start this and see how it go how it goes and uh if you guys bore me too much i'll leave in 30 minutes but if you guys don't then i'll stay here for 5 hours acha to i i guess i guess to kick things off well th- um I guess we start, start yeah I mean Salam. I think we start from the beginning um yeah you, you guys are in Australia have you seen the the latest bones video I made I haven't seen the video but I've been following all his photos I didn't get a chance to actually sit down and watch the video itself okay so I uh, you know this this was the first I really wanted to invite Australians over to Pakistan I get a lot of Europeans and uh, and Americans but no australians ever came to pakistan and i had been working on this for for a while uh ke ek at least australian banda aaje and then finally this 70 year old guy said okay i'll come and i took them around i took him around for for 21 days uh in oh. the mountains and he was just in love with with pakistan like completely yeah. and do you know it's so and, funny and, that you mentioned uh, this um because I, just recently and i told vakar i spoke about spoke to vakar about this mujhe ek dost hai mere mere sort of mera ek colleague tha jab main um university ke dino mein random jobs kar raha tha to usse meri yeah. dosti facebook pe rahi and he just contact me contacted me like randomly and he said ke yaar i'm thinking of going to pakistan and he's like a aussie like he's like british heritage aussie um and he was yeah. like you know i just want to go to pakistan and, and all of a sudden and i don't know if i should feel bad about this but for some reason <laughs> alarm bells went in my head and i was like yaar main isko kaise samjhaun ab kya scene hai and i said look you know why do you want to go like explain to me why you want to go because you know <laughs> as a local as someone who grew up in pakistan and lived in the you know in karachi and stuff i hear so many horror stories more horror stories than positive stories uh, which is unfortunate yeah. obviously but i said look you know let's maybe catch up over some pakistani food and um discuss about what you want to achieve out of the strip but it's so interesting that you mentioned that you you've actually been striving you know struggling to get people from australia and maybe maybe this is a sort of a segue where we can make that happen in the future maybe yeah of course uh, I, I, yes there is a lot of bad news uh, out of pakistan but but there's a lot of good news as well um bones uh, the australian guy his name was bones and his entire family his friends everybody was so worried that he's going to pakistan and he's not going to come back his his wife actually made him um i don't know do some insurance work and she was that sure that bones is not going to make it back <laughs> but 
and then you know when he when he was uh, applying for the visa for Pakistan and and doing other paperwork, he went to the Australian embassy website and other obviously Lakhavatha as Pakistan warning a no go area whatever and and when he was here after after just two weeks of traveling in Pakistan, he was like, Moin, can we go back to Islamabad? Um, uh, to the Australian embassy, I was like, "Yeah, I'll take you there." Like, why do you want to go there? He's like, "You know, when I went to went on their website, it said Pakistan was a no-go area, but I've been here up here for for a few weeks now, and and I don't see any problem here. So why do they write uh, a no-go area?" And then on the last day, uh, the last night in Islamabad, he's like, "I don't want to stay at your place. I want to go to Marriott." And I was like, why do you want to go to Marriott? And he's like, oh, a few years ago, Marriott was bombed. And if I don't go stay at Marriott um, at, at least just one night, then those guys will win. Oh, wow. my God. That's what a amazing. legend. Oh, yeah, he's, he was a fucking legend. And and I think I think Australians um, are, are pretty strong. Um, uh, like, easily darte nahi hai, you know, hmm. when wo, Bali bombing with the huh. um, you know Australia ka number one Joanna biggest hai, disaster uh, in a way uh, yeah but Australians ka, wo kya kehte hai, uh, most famous destination holiday yes, destination the most traveled around the world close. yeah and then Bali bombings with the or uske baad bhi itne sada Australians marithe but phir bhi uske baad bhi Australians didn't stop going to to Bali, you know. So right now, I feel Australia is a huge market for Pakistan. Um, so I need to work on this and get at least a few Australians every year to Pakistan and show them around. And when they go back, you know, more friends wanna would, would want to come. So Bones just went last month. He just went back, and already two of his friends emailed me asking me. Uh, you know about my tours in 2016 and how they can join and I think shuru shuru mein hota hai like aapko bhi hua ke Pakistan kyun jana hai wahan pe itna hmm. kuch ho raha hai but uh, I think not, south of south of Lahore yeah um, ho raha hai Balochistan and Baziristan hmm. and and Karachi and all of that I got marked in Karachi as well but yeah. um, north of Islamabad is a completely different, different story, story and hmm. you know and I, I get I get Gori women riding motorcycles with me up north and yeah. tak it, like was slight hint bhi nahi hua ke hmm. kuch issue hone wala. about three four years ago um i went on an adventure trip myself not knowing the northern areas of pakistan meri amma jo hai wo army mein kaam karti hain unne mujhe kaha nahi jana wahan pe terrorist hain ye hai wo hai blah 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 to main aur mera dost ghar walon ko bataye bagair what we did was humne decide kiya ek raat hum backpacks apne pakde और हम डाइवू में बैठे और हम रात की डाइवू पकड़ के सुबह एप्टाबाद पहुंच के विदाउट नोइंग वेयर वी गोइंग और व्हाट आर प्लान इज एप्टाबाद से उतर के बस लोकल से पूछ के देन वी ट्रैवल फॉर द नेक्स्ट आई थिंक फोर डेज इट टुक अस फोर डेज टू गेट टू स्कर्दू एंड आई थिंक दैट वाज द बेस्ट ट्रिप ऑफ माय लाइफ दैट आई हैव एवर हैड वी वी सैट ऑन ट्रक्स वी सैट ऑन कार्ट्स वी टुक लिफ्ट्स फ्रॉम रैंडम पीपल वी मेट अमेजिंग पीपल अलोंग द वे एंड आई थिंक इट्स एन अमेजिंग टेरिटरी दैट्स अनएक्सप्लोर्ड ओह या देयर इज नो डाउट अबाउट इट एंड एंड यू नो समटाइम्स मुझे भी होता है कि मेरे साथ गोरे हैं कभी कोई मसला ना हो जाए एंड अभी लाइक टू थ्री डेज गो मेरे मामू के बच्चे देर लाइक अराउंड एट और टेन इयर्स ओल्ड देवर आस्किंग मी लाइक आज तक आपके साथ कुछ बुरा हुआ है हमें कोई मजे की स्टोरी सुनाए तो मैं उनकी शक्लें देखा था मैंने कहा मेरे साथ कभी कुछ बुरा ही नहीं हुआ और पता है क्या मैं अभी भी मैं अभी आते हुए थोड़ा सा जस्ट ऑन द वे टू होम टू हेयर एक्चुअली मैं ट्रेन पर थोड़ी रिसर्च कर रहा था और मैं देख रहा था आपकी वेबसाइट एंड यू नो ब्लॉग्स एंड इंस्टाग्राम जिसको मैं फॉलो करता हूँ एक जो ट्रेलर मैंने देखा ना जो मैंने पहले एक बार देखा हुआ जो अबाउट द मोटरसाइकिल मूवी दैट यू पुट अप देयर व्हिच इज रियली ग्रेट ऑफ यू टू पुट इट अप देयर फॉर फ्री व्हिच इज अमेजिंग आई थिंक उसमें जो आखिरी जो सीन है ना इट इट नेवर फेल्स टू सेंड शिवर्स डाउन माई स्पाइन अबाउट दैट दैट वुमन दैट हुज क्राइंग एंड सेंग आई डोंट इवन नो हाउ टू how do how do say like i can't go like you know i i love pakistan basically uh, people who are listening yeah. to this this is called Redis- rediscovering pakistan it's on vimeo or different agenda 
Sorry, a different agenda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess um, without further ado, Moin, we'd like to. Uh, so uh, the both of us have taken very different approaches. Um, Vakar, um, being as diligent as he is, he's so, he's seen your documentary and he's he's been following you for a while. I have uh, mm. been a fan, but I haven't been um, sort of um, privy to all of the stuff you've been doing. So I. Uh, was trying to do a last minute research man i bola can i i'm not going to do anything because um there is so much to cover about you um and there is so much that you've been d- doing and are doing and will continue to do i just want to start off from scratch not like and i hope that's okay with you i hope you don't mind talking about you know what you've done not at all not so um i guess the first thing i'd like to know is is um w- tell us about how you grew up uh your childhood memories where you grew up what it was like um growing up wherever you grew up and a bit about that yeah um i went to uh i went to hsn college and uh, i was born and raised in lahore um and uh, i was brought up in a joint family system my chacha uh, um, used to live upstairs uh, in the same house uh, we used to live and um, he had he had three children and his his son was exactly my age he was 3 years uh, younger than me Three days younger than me, so uh, I had my best friend living with me, um, and uh, you know I, I think I was I was pretty um, I, w- I was a bad kid uh, growing up. Uh, <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. Extremely, yeah, extremely, extremely naughty. Um, like the the kari sab would come and I won't sit <laughs> and. and read the quran until he would give me his motorcycle keys and i would get to ride his bike how old were um, you at this point uh, i think i was like 10 years old okay, 11 so, years old so, so you had recognized yeah. your passion and, at the age, age of 10 yeah yeah basically i think i recognized my passion when i was 4 5 years old because i had motorcycle posters um of the uh, you know moto gp motorcycle grand prix champions of the early 90s i had their motorcycle their posters up in my room and you know you know uh, you're going with your family to some dinner or or whatever in the evening and you and whenever i heard a bigger bike a a sport motorcycle uh, zoom pass by i would go i would go crazy i would go frantic <laughs> in the car and Yeah. and like actually yell out like lose it completely and yeah. tell my dad to just somehow stop that guy i want to shake his hand oh my god and yeah. so it was it, i was all about motorcycles from from a very very young age and growing up i would hate cartoons i would hate movies i still can't really watch tv i want i always wanted to be outside um riding my bicycle and I'm not a I'm not a huge bicycle fan at all and <laughs> bachpan say it was always pulling wheelies on a bicycle and sure. that's <laughs> practicing that's for the bike still doing that I see I, okay I'll just cross off the favorite cartoon question of my list um <laughs> <laughs> I hate cartoons I've never watched cartoons in my life okay that's amazing that's very good um that's um, just say say so growing up like what where after hsn you 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 were there till you graduated Yeah so I was I was so bad that I was kicked out of uh, four different schools tight um I just never I don't know teachers didn't like me yeah. <laughs> well you're not and, you're not uh, one for structure I guess so Yeah and I was I was never a good student either I was always a I was always a C student I would rarely get a B I don't know what A looks like and, uh, <laughs> Nice hey man idhar ek kehte na P's get degrees so <laughs> if you get a pass yeah, you get the degree and uh, <laughs> and i don't regret much in life uh but this is one thing i regret uh, uh, and that is that is i never knew how to how to study uh how to sit down and actually study i would sit with my books for hours but never really study and i only realized how to study when i got to university in san francisco and that's when i was a b student and i didn't get a single c i didn't get an a either but i was a b student all through university in san francisco i was i was all b's so uh, and and even in san francisco i didn't really give much time to books but you know i i cracked the code kind of 
of how to, <laughs> and how to pass the exams how to study you know yeah <laughs> fair study. enough um so okay so you you finish hsn and then uh, is there a gap in the middle or do you just go straight to uh, san francisco as per the plan um, i assume basically uh, i was kicked out of hsn in grade 8 okay. then i went to another school in lahore um for a year then i was kicked out of from there as well then i went to another school in lahore um and i was in i finished high school from there Sahih. grade 12 and i went to there's this university in pakistan called the beacon house national yep. university I bnu yeah i yeah i i took the test for that and i cleared that then i took an interview for that as well and i cleared that as well and i was officially admitted into beacon house national university and i came home and i told my dad i was like i need the money for the first semester or first quarter whatever um uh, because i i'm going to school now and he's like okay i'll i'll give it to you in 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 a couple of days i said sure hmm. and and i think just 3 days later he came to my room and what i thought what would be money for uh for the university he gave me a ticket hmm. a one way ticket to california and oh, wow. $500 and he said i don't have any more money so don't ask me and here's your ticket you're leaving in 3 days where is he wow. sending you and who is he sending you to he, So my my brother my older brother was uh working in San, in in California close Sahih. to San Francisco Sahih. and uh he had finished his university and my parents and he started working so my parents thought I'd go live with him and while he's working I'm I'll go to school Sahih learn um, a thing or two hmm. And, hmm. yeah and I actually I actually cried um that I didn't want to go cuz you know I'm a uh spoiled brat yeah. you know yeah. we, I, we all are in yeah. pakistan oh, and yeah yeah america jaake khud kaam and you know you have to work yourself you have to figure shit out yourself yeah. for the first time in your life and i didn't want to do that but i was actually forced to go Sahin. and when i got to the i got to san francisco airport and my brother came to pick me up 9 hours later oh wow he waiting so for 9 hours it was already oh. it was already at i don't know a 30 hour flight and my brother comes 9 uh, 8 or 9 hours late to the airport and that was the first you know the first string right there my brother's like okay this is Lesson america one. is it yeah. is it bachiyan tumhara tel pakad ke bikinis mein wait nahi kar rahi is it ko tumne hilna shukar hai bata diya aapne sabko jo sun rahe hain hopefully yeah jo especially jo pakistan mein sun rahe hain hum to idhar baithe hain we've all been through our share of experiences like expectations versus reality pakistani pakistani awam hum sare main bhi bewatch dekh dekh ke lagta hai wahan pe to bas main pahunchunga unhone kehna hai brown middle eastern aa gaya hai isko bas pakdo main nahi pa rahi hai 6 saal mujhe to nahi kisi ne pakda ab sirf sirf custom ki bachiyan pakadti hain aapko airport pe basically yeah so and the the surprise was that my brother had already told my parents that he's done here and he's moving back wow. but my parents my brother didn't tell me so when i got there a week later my brother left so i was all oh. alone there okay hold on so this is quite um i mean you you went through what you went through lesson 1 was complete like in matlab this is very uh, out of character for typical um, pakistani brown parents uh, to 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 not have like a security net especially for people who have the means to you know have a sort of a security net wherever their child goes so your father's done something that's quite strange yeah it's uh, it's it is i think in a way for hmm. other families other parents maybe hmm. but i think in my house it was always like this when i when i was uh, i don't know 7 8 9 years old my i i am from i live in kant um lahore kant uh, hmm. i don't know lahore kant yeah and you know andrun shahar is quite far away um what's that thing anarkali is anarkali. quite far away from hmm. here it's not it's not for a 8 year old kid it's not that close and my, every sunday my dad would give me 100 rupees to go to anarkali or andrun shahar oh, wow. and have have nashta by myself yeah. on my bicycle oh my what god right, what, what an amazing dad so, what a lesson to be taught yeah. to every kid what, what what is your what did your dad do like what's his background if you don't mind me asking like what's his yeah he um he was he's a hardcore lahori as well born and raised here he went to uh, government college and then uet 
and then he went to Makkah for 12 years. He was the head of electricity of the city of Makkah. But then he came back in 1986 and had me the same year. And yeah. he's been here in Lahore uh, since then. And he used to own a, own a workshop that manufactured cell phone towers. And um, uh, he used to manufacture them and erect them all over Pakistan. Oh, wow. That's, so you're 29 years old, by the way. Is that right? Yes, I'm I'm turning 29 in November, yes. Oh, dude, look. Happy birthday in advance. Uh, that's <laughs> awesome. Um I'm 29 I'm 29 as well. I do a 9 it's, to 5 desk job, so if anyone wants to interview me about that, so <laughs> It's a skinny it's I I don't like 29 the the sound of it. Yeah, neither do I I didn't like my birthday even though I got like some good gifts. I was like this is 30. This is this might as well be 30. <laughs> <laughs> okay so you, you're in san fran the lesson the the the, lear, the lesson has started to like you know straight off the bat nine hours at the airport um how long did you stay in san fran um so i i was there for uh i went there for university so i was there for four years for school and um and then another two years i was working there to save up money for the big trip which is what the big trip was Basically, in San Francisco, in school, I think this country, the U.S., and, and especially California, and especially San Francisco, is is one of my favorite places in the world. Um, if there's any other place than Lahore uh, where I would like to live, it would be San Francisco. The people are amazing. The people are, are I feel, a lot of people disagree with me, but I feel people are very genuine in San Francisco. and And I didn't have to face any racism the six years i was there oh wow. um, that's that's great it was it was unbelievable yeah not even one incident the people were just amazing um but um but while i was going to school my friends over there uh, they would ask me how i knew how to ride motorcycles or how my english was so good hmm. and uh, you know and i was like you know everything is in english in pakistan all hmm. the <laughs> Yeah. Road signs and billboards are in Pakistan and my Urdu sucks but my English is a little better I think. Yeah. Um and it's the schooling is everything is in English and there are roads and there's buildings what you know what are you talking about and they would actually be shocked because a big majority in this world thinks Pakistan is a war zone and yeah. there's there's a bomb blast every day there's camels there's a lot of sand mm. and 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 we're killing each other over here but yeah. you know obviously that is not the case and so i so i went i used to go on google and steal pictures of pakistan from random people and show it to wow. all the goras and yeah. pretend that i took them hmm. and and pakistan is actually pretty i think i actually think pakistan is one of the most beautiful countries i've ever been to and i've been to over 35 countries wow. Wow. and and telling those people Telling my friends there that this is actually Pakistan and what you see on TV is not uh, was was so exciting for me that I decided to uh, go overboard with it. I'm a Pathan and I can't really control my emotions. So if I like something, I I mm. overdose on it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really interesting that in you trying to put in in you pretending essentially in your own words to 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 show uh, to have seen a side of Pakistan you've fallen victim to your own agenda so to speak and said oh man i need to like stuff like trying to convince these guys i need to sort of do this on my own is that is that right basically but at that time i hadn't even seen pakistan huh. i had i had only been to lahore and islamabad and maybe mari a few times but i hadn't really seen pakistan i had never been to karachi at that time i uh, uh I had to be in Islamabad because my grandparents were there. So every year I would go there for a month. But I had never seen the north hmm. uh, or the south. The south is pretty amazing as well. But north, I'm you know I'm a mountain person, and and I had never seen up north. And yeah. still, I was I would just tell people how amazing Pakistan was because I somehow knew it was. <laughs> and yeah. then yeah. and I mean it was very peaceful growing up. I still I'm. 28 years old i've lived in pakistan for 22 years of and i've never seen an open gunfire 
in Pakistan, but mm-hmm. I've seen open gunfire in San Francisco, in LA, in wow. Detroit, in right, Chicago. There uh, there's a bit of perspective for everyone. Gunfire. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've seen open gunfire in more places outside of Pakistan, uh, and I've never seen in Pakistan. So, you know, this country is very special. And, and so uh, that thing, telling people in the U.S. Um, about Pakistan was so fun that I thought I'll take take this to another level and so I worked for two years for actually 18 months I worked for 18 months not a single holiday uh, even Sundays I would work um, I was working at three different places I was working at a company a startup company called Secret Builders um, it's an online gaming portal okay. sort of thing and it's very educational and I was doing some marketing stuff for them yeah and then I was working at a swim school uh, um, I was a swim instructor there. I would teach kids how to swim, and then I was working at, um, uh, I was working at another, uh, how much you call it, um, uh, swimming pool where I had my own private lessons, and I had about twenty-five, thirty kids there, wow, and I would nice. teach swimming there. Nice. So seven days a week, seven days a week, I would be working about I don't know twelve to fourteen hours every day, not a single holiday. And this was, I was so, this was the first time ever I was so committed to something. I wanted to do something so badly. And I needed about $40,000 to do this trip mm. from San Francisco to, to Pakistan. And um, I thought I was going to make enough money and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up $40,000 and do this trip. But just a few, just a couple months into this 18-month uh you know, uh, plan, I realized that I'm not making enough money. So I, I had to make some changes and I let go of my apartment. I sold everything I owned. I moved into a friend's garage and, and, and I ate boiled rice and ketchup for 18 months straight to save up money for. Yeah. I must say. ंग अदर ऑप्शन बहुत ज्यादा थी अदर ऑप्शन बहुत ज्यादा थी इसलिए उनके चालीस हजार डॉलर कभी इकट्ठे नहीं हुए थे बट ग्यारह हजार डॉलर इकट्ठे हो गए थे और जब ग्यारह हजार डॉलर इकट्ठे हो गए थे तो तो मैं सोचा था मेरा ड्रीम बाइक एक है डुकाटी का और वो ग्यारह हजार डॉलर के और मेरा ट्रिप जो है वो भी मुझे लग रहा है ग्यारह हजार डॉलर का होगा तो मैं क्या करूँ ट्रिप पे जाऊँ या बाइक खरीद लूटेशन खान <laughs> basically <laughs> but um i'm not a morning person i cannot wake up early ever uh, i hate waking up um but ye jo 18 months the isme subah 5 o'clock 4:30 mein uthta tha i didn't own a car at that time cuz i sold it i only had one bike jis pe main aaya hu pakistan um subah 4:30 mein uthta tha aur main 5 o'clock apne kaam pe pahunchta tha aur subah धुंध है और फॉग है और गीले हो रहे हैं और बारिश हो रही है मैं अपने बाइक पे फॉर एटीन मंथ्स एवरी डे मैं हाईवे पे हूँ और हाईवे पे यू नो बंदा सो भी रहा है तो उठ जाता उठ जाता है ठंड ठंड गर्मी जो मर्जी मैं बाइक पे आ रहा हूँ हर रोज काम पे और मैं मैं फुल खुश होता था लेकिन मैं गाने गा रहा होता था सुबह उठ के होता था कि मैं जा रहा हूँ मैं जा रहा हूँ काम पे एंड फीलिंग सेंस बट दो मंथ्स were were not i don't even remember them being hard they i just remember them being fun and and wow. but that was only because i was doing something that i really wanted to do so half of this this country i think i think half of this country the people here they do stuff that they don't really want to but their parents or somebody mm. said it's cool enough to do it so they do it i think I think the most important thing thing in your life is to find out what you love. That is the most important thing I think. And the second most important thing is to do to 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 do just that. 
um but over here engineer banjo doctor banjo i mean is cheez se main nikalna chahiye i think i i think i'm i'm a little bit lucky uh, that i i i almost i can relate to what you're saying because a couple of years ago mujh pe ek bhoot sawar hua i read i read uh, ernest hemingway's the sun also rises mere cousin ne mujhe di thi sahi hai and ernest hemingway mm-hmm. has has sort of written about a period in his life where he's during world war and all that time period he's in paris with a few other intellectuals you know your salvador dali is with him and all these so he's written about how he has a love for spain and ernest hemingway bhi aapki tarah ka in no offense pagal tha lekin like he was he was he achieved so much like you know he used to do he was a matador he used to fish and he used to you know like do all sorts of great hunt lions when it was you know politically correct to hunt lions and stuff um and 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 uske kitab padhte padhte i got i got obsessed with spain to a degree where it was all i spoke about whenever anyone would listen um mm-hmm. and it was going to be it ended up being like a two week trip uh, over my you know annual leave at work um but it it had yeah. it overtook me so much where you know my friends were giving me um spain spain spanish speaking books and guides to spain and people like someone gave me a poster of a matador fighting for my birthday and it was you know my my, my brother in law mentioned it in a speech about uh, on my wedding day he said yo his you know he's marrying this girl but he has a he's a love that is his first love is is spain and so like you know those so i can relate to that obsession that the more you think about the more you want it um and that's amazing yeah yeah this is this is very true cuz you know the more you think about it the more you want it and the more you want it all the struggles you go through they don't even matter amazing and, yeah and it's it's really weird looking forward you can never connect the dots so when i was working in san in uh, you know these 18 months i never I never thought I thought I was going to go back to Pakistan and then work in a bank or maybe come back to the US and start working here. I never thought I'll make a new um uh, job title in Pakistan that never existed mm. before. You know? Yeah. I I I don't know I don't know if there any there were any before me but that I don't know of them yet. If I if there were then I'm sorry please let me know but I think I'm the first traveler mm. who just travels doesn't do anything else he he actually just travels and I support myself and uh, I don't you know it's uh, it's unheard of people yeah. ask me like a, a few days ago I was doing something I shouldn't be I shouldn't have on the road on a motorcycle and the police stopped me and they're like aap kya karte hai maine kaha main motorcycle chalata hu so he got he got angry with me like kya matlab aap motorcycle chalate hai main pura kaam kiya hai maine kaha main motorcycle chalata hu mera kaam hai aapko lag raha hai main mazak kar raha hu aapko lag raha hai main mazak kar raha hu idhar hai to maine kaha yaar aap meri baat sunne main asal mein motorcycle chalata hu aap kya bataata hu ye duniya mera maut ka kuwa hai aur usme main motorcycle chalata hu कुछ है जो पाकिस्तान में कभी नहीं आए और पीपल डोंट अंडरस्टैंड बट इफ यू रियली वॉन्ट टू डू डू दैट प्रोफेशन इफ यू रियली वॉन्ट टू ब्रिंग दैट वन प्रोफेशन टू पाकिस्तान यू कैन इतना कोई मसला नहीं है अगर मेरे जैसा एक सी स्टूडेंट कर सकते हैं तो यार लेकिन आप जो बातें कर रहे हो ना ये स्कूलों में नहीं सिखाते एंड वी आर वी आर इन अ टाइम इन आर लाइफ यू एंड मी वी पार्ट ऑफ द सेम जनरेशन एंड वकार वी आर विटनेसिंग सोर्ट ऑफ अ ग्रोथ ऑफ सक्सेसफुल पीपल हु आर नॉट अ प्रोडक्ट ऑफ गुड स्कूलिंग और नॉट अ प्रोडक्ट ऑफ स्ट्रक्चर स्कूलिंग एंड इट इज सो पावरफुल एट दिस टाइम एंड यू माइट एग्री इट इज सो पावरफुल दैट इट इज कम्प्लीटली पुट द स्कूल सिस्टम इन डाउट मतलब इस वक्त अमेरिका में पूरी दुनिया में पीपल आर क्वेश्चनिंग द स्कूलिंग सिस्टम कि ये जो चीज़ें हैं साइंस एक क्लास में मैथ्स दूसरी क्लास में यू नो ये क्या ये दीज इक्विपिंग आर किड्स with the tools and skills they need to survive in the world and uh, I, my personal opinion also being a <laughs> average below average student most of my life my personal opinion is no like you know minds like minds who want to be free you cannot be put them in a class and expect them to uh, read what someone else has written for them yeah yeah exactly yeah i just told more just a change of topic change of subject um before yeah. we could, go to what you're doing in pakistan currently and at present i 
मतलब आई डोंट वॉन्ट डिवेल टू मच ऑन नॉट डिवेल बट आई डोंट वॉन्ट नो टू मच अबाउट योर जर्नी फ्राम सैन फ्रेंड टू लाहौर बिकॉज अ लॉर्ड हैज़ बीन पब्लिश अबाउट इट बट आई आई डू वॉन्ट नो अबाउट अ पर्टिकुलर इंसिडेंट दैट यू हैड अलॉन्ग द वे बिकॉज आपकी एक टॉक आई थी टेडेक्स पे जो लाहौर में आई थिंक आपने टू थाउजेंड ट्वेल्व में दी थी आई सॉ दैट टॉक रिसेंटली एंड आई बी वेरी ऑनेस्ट विद यू के मेरे रोंगटे खड़े हो गए थे विद द एक्सपीरियंस दैट यू वेंट थ्रू तो कैन लाइक आई डोंट वॉन्ट यू टू समिट अप बट जस्ट मे बी पॉइंट आउट द मेन पॉइंट्स इन दैट इंसिडेंट जस्ट लाइक अ सम अप वर्जन ऑफ इट सो पीपल हुर लिसनिंग टू दिस कैन नो दैट एक्सपीरियंस इन वॉट यू वेंट थ्रू आई थिंक यूर टॉकिंग अबाउट द रोमेनियन दैट्स राइट यस यस yeah um i'll skim through it okay that's right that's totally fine okay cuz yeah i've been you've been to- you've uh, been talking I've... about it quite a lot i know and i that's why i didn't want you yeah. to go through it yeah. all over again yeah it's i've spoken about it too much and it it bores don't me don't worry now, about it you know what just skip it let's move on because let's move on let's move on to pakistan i want to now i want to talk about it so i'm going <laughs> to skim through it really okay. quickly and at your pace and yeah. Uh, yeah 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 so i i was in budapest hungry and um uh, staying with a friend um who wasn't in budapest and in, in budapest at the time uh, i was staying with her roommates and um uh, the next the next morning i went to uh romania and now was the time because i i had left alps the mountains behind me i've left uh the rockies all the uh you know all the mountains behind me and now it was just a straight line towards towards pakistan uh, i was i was not going to detour much from here so um i i i thought i have maybe like 20 more days and then i'm going to make it back home hmm. um so i so i crossed into romania and i i crashed in romania i flew i flew it was a head on accident i crashed i was going at about 80 kilometers an hour and the car coming was at about 120 um there was zero reaction time we didn't see each other till we impacted so there was no i didn't even roll off the throttle i didn't even touch the brake i slammed right into it and the impact was uh, was at about 200 kilometers an hour um i flew about 60 feet up in the air and landed on my left side um and i broke my shoulder um three ribs a wrist and and a finger um uh, and i was in the hospital for a month and a half the guy who the guy who crashed in me his name was molnar and he would come to the hospital every day he he didn't he didn't speak a word of english so he would come to the hospital every day hold my hand and cry for hours and hours and hours and i would i would keep saying you know it's okay jo ho gaya wo ho gaya like ronik se main theek nahi ho jaunga so exactly you know just calm down but mujhe aur tension na do main pehle kitni tension mein hu yeah and he was just so guilty and and but it felt like he was honestly very very sorry and uh he didn't speak a word of english but we would sit and talk for hours and not i actually didn't i didn't understand a word what he was saying but i don't know just sign language and yes yes no no and hmm. and he would he would always say i will get you a new bike i will fix your bike i will do this and i will do that and um while in the hospital i think it was the 7th or 8th day when when the police came to the hospital to interview me and after interviewing they said uh the driver of the car has admitted his guilt uh, and he said he has said he is it's 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 his fault um and so the romanian law states that you if you admit your guilt you have to pay for uh, all the damages for the right. other person and if and you you have to pay so even if you don't have money you have to sell your house sell your belongings oh, right. or borrow money from the bank and then pay it off and So when the police guy told me this I was actually pretty happy that now I'll get my dream bike Ducati and I'll enter Pakistan on that bike and it'll be it'll be amazing however um a few days later I found out that the guy who crashed into me was a very um was very poor he would hmm. he made 225 euros a month and 225 euros a month is like somebody making peanuts 5000 rupees in mm, lahore nah, that's peanuts exactly it's mm. 
it's it's completely useless and so he made 225 euros a month in Romania and he drove a food truck for somebody and that and that food truck wasn't working that day as well so he couldn't go to pick up his bike his children from school so he borrowed his friend's car to pick up his children from the school and he didn't even own that car and he i found out that he lived in a small room hmm. which wasn't even an apartment his his children his wife and himself they were living in a small room and basically a very poor guy and here i was wanting a new motorcycle mm, and this was yeah. just like a six month vacation for me you know this exactly. was not my mm. life this was just yeah, a motorcycle trip you know not a big deal of course and for him it was his life and and at that time when i found found out about this i felt i felt so shallow i felt so stupid because itni choti si ek meri cheez hai aur uski puri zindagi hai aur main ek motorcycle ke piche main uski zindagi puri bhi kharab karne laga tha so i uh, made a i kya kehte hain use i wrote a i had to hand the police a written report saying i don't want anything from this guy and uh, i had to like officially forgive him jo uh, bhi so so maine wo i wrote that and gave it to the police and a lot of people in a lot of people don't do that so that that's really big of you doing that but i i think in this the situation i was and the information i you had, had yeah any sane person you know about the other guy i think any anyone anyone with uh, the slightest heart would would do what i did i think hmm. um um and and the, anyway the guy um when the well molnar molnar found, found out that i didn't want anything from him he came to um the hospital and the way he was crying and 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 saying thank you was so unreal it was so powerful and i actually uh, i didn't regret forgiving him even now mm. uh, you know i i was really happy about that and and then the 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 most amazing part was that uh, you know how humans are very shallow and i'm fucking shallow sometimes <laughs> yeah. um when i was leaving the day i was leaving the hospital um he, he came and he had a translator with him that day and the translator said um moin molnar is is here and you know he's very he's thankful he's very happy that you forgave him so he brought all the money out of his bank everything he had saved all his life oh and he wants God. to give it to you he oh wants God. to give it to you and and i said uh, you know i was i was just quiet for like a few seconds i was like okay maybe he brought 10000 euros and i will take 5000 euros oh, yeah. and yeah. i will give him 5000 euros and and you know he will be happy and i will get Both my new happy. bike and yeah. i will take it to pakistan mm. so so fucking shallow it was unreal <laughs> and then and then molnar and then molnar hugged me and he took money out of his out of his pocket and he gave it to me and you know i i was thinking it, it'll be a lot of money you know but he had like 400 euros yeah. in his hand and he said this is what he had saved for the All last his life years. you know and i was like yeah like like to tell you know <laughs> and and i said i i told him to keep the money and i said uh i'm going to i'm going to fix the bike now and and fix myself so you go to a church every day for an hour and pray for me that yeah. i make it to pakistan on a motorcycle and 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 i said you have to do this till i make it to pakistan so i think he did go to to the church and pray mm, you know every you. year every day, every day yeah. for an hour because i made it back home <laughs> yeah man <laughs> and did you so it was it was pretty unreal it was it was pretty unreal yeah so i mean did but, you did you expect the, the this whole trip to become the kind of thing it became uh, by the time you got to pakistan did you have any idea of what you were starting to do you know you know um i obviously wasn't i wasn't even expecting to complete this trip because i needed 40000 and i left the house with 11000 yeah. so i was pretty sure that i will have to stop somewhere work save up money and and then carry on with the journey so i wasn't really i wasn't 100% about this trip even completing but you know after uh, really quickly after the accident um random strangers from different parts of the world 
who I had never met or spoken to, they started emailing me or messaging me on Facebook and asking me what I wanted, hmm. uh, how they could help me. And, you know, in 2011, even now, I think, but in 2011, when I was in San Francisco, I felt I was um, maybe not a terrorist, but I, I felt I wasn't a nice guy. We Muslims weren't hmm. we the good guys nice, anymore. Yeah. We Muslims weren't the good guys anymore. And, and the world is scared of us. This mm. is how I felt. Yeah. And in, in Romania, random people from different parts of the world, Goras, mm. started sending me parts for my motorcycle. Yeah. So a guy from Bulgaria emailed me saying, I, ha- I have the same bike that you have and I have an ex- extra exhaust system for the bike. So do you wow. need an exhaust? I can mail it to you. So he sent an entire exhaust system for my bike. Uh, somebody from Romania messaged me saying they have an extra radiator. If they want a radiator, they'll. Uh, if I needed a radiator, they'll they'll ship the radiator to me. So that guy gave me a radiator. The front braking system, the entire front braking system, came from Poland, and two big boxes of parts came from California. And all the people who sent parts, I had never spoken to them. I had. I have no clue who they were hmm. and these were just, just random people who were who were helping out a bad guy and at the time it was so overwhelming it's still over, overwhelming that you know you're this bad guy in the community and everybody's helping you and you know just imagine how that bad guy would feel when everybody's yeah is hmm. helping him you know and and it changed my perception and it made me realize that you know how i was thinking that media has brainwashed the world about about us muslims i that's the time when i realized that the ma- media hadn't just brainwashed them the media has brainwashed me as well yeah because you start yeah. thinking bad and, about your own self about your own identity exactly and and but the true uh, people in this world uh, who maybe do follow the media but they have they use their own mind and they just don't take whatever it's, it's said on the, yeah. on the TV. Mm, pretty much mm. yeah so so, they have their own brains and they don't care if if there's this one crazy guy who does something stupid his entire community is is a terrorist is to be blamed I, for I, it. I, mm. exactly yeah so i don't know this this trip was quite an eye opener for me as well and and i got all these parts from different countries and then a month and a half later i fixed up the bike and and made it back home it was it was pretty unreal and i think the crash uh was like the highlight the climax of the trip and it yeah. taught me more about myself than in, in the in that month and a half i learned more about myself and this world and people than i had learned um i don't know the 16 years i was in school Mm, would would you say that's the most out of your i mean you talk about at length about on your website and you know your 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 philosophy in life one of the aspects is to be out of your comfort zone do, do you think that's the most out of your comfort zone you've ever been yes because um you know growing up i never enjoyed traveling i was a very 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 extremely shy kid and by kid i mean 22 years old i was in san francisco and i would just not be able to talk to strangers at all i was so shy um i couldn't talk to girls at all i would i would get anxiety attacks i would run away uh, if a girl asked me what the time was i would actually run away i was that shy um so which is weird then, because don't get me wrong and, and don't, weird don't get me wrong moin but you're you're a decent looking guy so uh, uh <laughs> how are you not getting it like you know raising eyebrows and in, in in amongst your you know it's 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 weird but growing up it was this i went to hsn all boys school and i don't know it was it was weird and you know university mein i every semester i had to go to the counselor to ask them if the, these are the classes i need to take whatever mm. and i would sit in 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 that waiting room for like 40 minutes and then they'll be like okay uh mr khan it's your turn then i'll go to the counselor and if the counselor is a female i would i would just keep walking go around and come <laughs> <in> and, <laughs> and not sit in the waiting room again for 40 oh minutes for my, my second turn and look for a male counselor yeah, i was that shy Shit. and i was 
I was that mummy daddy, you know. Ajay, <laughs> but it's yeah. a branch off. करते हुए just like quickly because um I had a similar experience. Um I went to an all boarding boys boarding school in Abbottabad and Lahore as well. Yeah. Um and I think it's really 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 essential के कोवेड में बच्चों को पढ़ाया जाए for the kind of society that we're growing up in because till I came to Australia and I I went to uni over here. मेरे में वो कॉन्फिडेंस नहीं था ना मैं लड़कियों से बात कर सकता था ना मैं फीमेल से बात कर सकता था इट वाज रियली 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 हार्ड सो आई कैन डेफिनेटली रिलेट टू दैट Yeah. मेरा उल्टा हुआ था मैंने uh, मेरे स्कूल में कराची में होते थे वैलेंटाइन डे कार्ड Or uh, like you said, you're shallow. I have a bit of an ego, and I mean, I will like screw this, never doing this sort of thing again. Uh, <laughs> so that's probably all right. Well, so okay, so so that's that's, and I mean, what have you learned about? Would you what would you say you've learned about people, like from your trip? Um, and I don't I don't want you to focus from from this crash experience in in everything you yeah. you've experienced so far. Um, why do you think what what is it in your mind that sort of pushes people to help someone whose goals they don't share you know like why does someone from any part of romania send you a you know like a part of a bike or what what is it that you think people um get out of helping others with no sort of you know cuz that's yeah what i learned about different people from around the world on my trip was um the one thing i learned the learned was that there are more good people than bad people in every city in every country and more people want to help you than hurt you um on all on all my travels in pakistan outside of pakistan and vietnam in thailand everywhere i've been any everybody is out there to help you somehow and people love helping other people um and many times they don't even have the the enough resources but but they're out there to help you and and like i said they're more good people than than people. than bad people in this yeah so yeah. i mean acha theek hai aap pakistan pakistan pahunch gaye and you know there was a bit of media hype around you and there was all these people yeah. who wanted to know your st- story all of a sudden um what kept the fire going i mean you obviously had no plan you didn't have a plan for what you would do or did you i don't know did you have a plan for after you uh, got to pakistan or what did you decide um, you were going to do i i i didn't have a plan at all um i was just thinking that i'll get to pakistan then i'll take a year off and relax and go to sleep and then <laughs> find a job and start working in, in a, a bank, bank or something yeah. yeah yeah so when i when i got to pakistan um i was like you know i've i've seen a big chunk of this world and i haven't really explored pakistan huh. and 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 i want to go explore pakistan like a different agenda style not in a bus yeah. with a group but like solo and go meet the people and and so i i went and i had 300 dollars at the time 300 us dollars which is 30000 rupees huh. and that's all i had and i said i'm going to go uh you know a different agenda style go explore pakistan and so i bought a vespa scooter for 90 yeah. us dollars 9000 <laughs> rupees and yeah. I, and on that vespa scooter i went to shandur polo festival which is the oh, highest wow, polo yeah. field in the world yeah. at i don't know at about 14000 feet or 14000 i think 12000 something something, something over there yeah. and and at that festival i was just stunned stunned uh, by the beauty of this country and the beauty of these people who live up in these mountains there it was it was unreal it was it was like i have no words to explain how beautiful pakistan is and the people over here are and from there i went up to gilgit hunza and all the way to the china border mm. and and you know i got off the scooter i took a picture at the china border and and as soon as i made that u turn and and i was like like literally right there at the border i made the u turn and i went like 5 feet and i was like 
what the hell am I doing with my life? <laughs> nice. I love this. Okay. All right. All right. That's awesome. What happens here? As soon as I made a U-turn, I was like, what am I doing with my life? My whole life is driving a motorcycle. Do you want to do any work? Yes. You're standing on the bed. What are you thinking? Like, I'm not even joking. And I never... All, major, a, a big majority of the bikers listen to, mu- to music while riding. I don't listen to music at all, ever. Hmm. I, I, I sing... in my helmet but i never have you know uh, music playing um but and when you don't have music playing you're really talking to yourself yeah, and you're agreed. enjoying the scenery more and you're you're enjoying the exhaust note uh, <laughs> which is pretty monotonous but um i enjoy that and, yeah and it was it was just this this uh, heavy burden on my head suddenly asking me what the hell are you doing with your life and you're on a you're on a stupid little scooter up near china border it's snowing it's july 19th it's it's snowing there's nobody around you and you're this useless guy who's just you know <laughs> riding yeah. a motorcycle and i felt pretty useless at the time and uh, and then i was like you know i was trying to convince myself that this is my passion i love motorcycles and i'm i'm going to do what i love to do and that is motorcycles i was talking to myself making myself feel better and and then like, a few minutes a few minutes later i was like yeah i'm going to ride motorcycles for the rest <laughs> nice. of my life that's, that's fucking awesome you know, i I'm, think I'm, that's do you think that is the moment where you decide that this is who I, like that is the moment where essentially um and uh, like moin fucking moin khan old 1.0 has died and 2.0 is born you know like do you think that would you define it's, that yeah i think i think no that's actually completely opposite what i went through at that time yeah. um a few kilometers down i'm still alone and i'm like i'm telling myself this is my passion this is what i want to do for the rest of my life and then this this and then this voice comes from out of me and says no more in motorcycles aren't your passion anymore yeah. <laughs> oh fuck bahut ala that is a kick in the nuts I, i'm telling you i'm telling you and you know uh, you know that that fucked up guy steve jobs yeah. in his 2005 <laughs> stanford commencement yes. he said you got to what you love to do and if you don't you're a stupid man and yeah. and so i always wanted to do what i love to do and that was motorcycles and now i am near khunjra pass oh. nobody around me for hours and hours and somebody and something within me speaks out and says your true passion is not motorcycles anymore and now you have to start from scratch and oh figure God. out what your passion is wow this is like and this is since that, you were 5 and uh, this is like this whole thing yeah. has come full circle at the at, at khunjra bloody yeah. pass and i'm on on top of the world on <laughs> a motorcycle you know and and i'm like oh damn this is not my passion then what is then what is and and i'm riding and and i'm thinking like like what is going on i don't know what my passion is anymore and Fuck. you know i was just I, i was actually shattered there yeah of and course and but then when i was coming down uh and i was obviously just thinking about this that's when i then that's when it hit me that um this place is pretty cool i think i should invite some bikers over and show them this country because this is truly a bikers heaven switzerland the alps weren't even close oh really and i still don't know what i still don't know what my passion is but i'm like okay i'm next year i'm going to invite some bikers so i get back home and uh, i i i sit on my computer i start posting pictures of this scooter trip all over the internet different motorcycle forums websites um facebook pages groups whatever and then i made a little clip um a little 5 4 minute video of that scooter trip i posted that and that was my first viral video uh, i think it had like i don't know 30 40000 vid- views on it and i was so excited and and then i got an email some gora said i want to come to pakistan when's your next tour and i was like oh my god i this this is what i want to do i'm going to you know this is happening and and so i told him obviously everybody was scared so i told them i'm going to pay for everything myself and i didn't have any money at oh, all shit. i said just come over 
I said, just come over. I'll take care of everything. I'll give you a motorcycle. I'll pay for your hotel, food, mm. pe- gas, everything. <laughs> you just come over. And so four people flew from San Francisco, um, didn't know anybody at all, hadn't spoken to them before. They nice. just they were just coming to Pakistan to ride motorcycles. And, yeah. and this was 2013. Uh, four people flew from uh, San Francisco. They landed in London. And this is in London. They had an eight-hour stay layover, and during that layover, they found out about the Nanga Parbat incident. What was that? No, I, I we were not aware of it actually. Okay, so Nanga Parbat incident was the biggest blow to the Pakistan tourism industry. Um, Eleven climbers uh, from different parts of the world, um, record holders legends in the climbing community they were at nanga parbat base camp um trying to climb from a site that had never attempted before and they were slaughtered by um by the criminals of that area right Achha. and uh, and there was a huge controversy and they said india is involved and and uh, saudi arabia is involved and la 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 but mm. um but uh, eventually, they found the the the, the, the people criminals. who mm. the murderers, the killers, mm. yeah, and the the police found them and they killed them. Whatever. Anyway, um, out of the four people, two people flew back to San Francisco and they said, "Your country is too dangerous. We're not coming." Two right. people. So half of your visitor guests have left. Yes. Yes. Right. And uh, the other two, Michael and Kyle, they're like. Uh, one of them, they call me and they're like, Moin, you know, the other two are are going back. They're flying back home and they're not coming to Pakistan. We, me and, you know, this other guy, we're here at the airport and we're thinking about coming to Pakistan. But we thought it would be good to speak to you once. What do you suggest? Do you think we should still come? Mm. And, you know, here I am in Lahore waiting for these people and and... And then finding out this 11 foreigners have been attacked and killed and slaughtered yeah. badly. And and then these two Goras are asking me if they ah. should come to Pakistan. If they mm, should still come huge. to Pakistan. Mm, mm. Yep. Yep. You know? And I'm like, you know, uh, uh, I, like, I obviously really wanted them to come. Because, yeah. yes, something bad happened. But, but that was a one-off, you know. Mm. Um, Stuff like that happens all over the world. Mm-hmm. Now, you won't say Paris is one of the most dangerous countries <laughs> in the world because there was an attack last year. Yeah. Um, you won't say US is a dangerous country because there's an attack in a school every, every few fucking months. month yeah, in the US, you know? Month. Yeah. So, uh, it, it doesn't mean that country is, the entire country is really that bad. Yeah. And so, I told Michael and Kyle, I said, you know, you guys should come. I'll take care of you and, you know... I I I protect your life with mine, so just yeah. come. So yeah. they came. Yeah. I took them on motorcycles for 26 days ah. all over the country, yeah. from Chitral to Skardu to China border to Babu Pass to all over the place for 26 days, and they fell in love with Pakistan. And and all this time, I'm still thinking my passion is not motorcycles anymore. That's what amazing. is amazing. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, but. But then these guys came and they had a great time. And then and then I was sitting at, in in my house and I thought I haven't gone on it on another adventure in a while. So mm. I sh- I started looking for a country that that I had never been before. That I don't know anybody else who had been there, mm. and I don't know anybody who lives there. So I wanted to go to a place where where I was actually alone. Yeah. And and so that country was Vietnam and. So I flew to Vietnam. I got, I rented a motorcycle, and I started riding. And Vietnam has ha, it has the biggest or the longest coastline. Maybe right. I don't know if I'm wrong, right, but uh, biggest percentage-wise, uh, you know, the the country, uh, the coastline is amazing. And I was riding, and and then when I was in Vietnam on a motorcycle in my helmet, I was thinking talking to myself and I said what the hell am I doing I'm riding a motorcycle it's it's so lame and 
I'm not even enjoying this trip anymore. I'm not wow. enjoying riding motorcycles anymore. And that's when I realized what my true passion was. That's when I realized that, yes, motorcycle is not my thing. And I'm not r enjoying right now because I'm so far away from Pakistan and there's no connection with Pakistan right nice. now. I'm not, the pictures I post, I'm not showing the world another side of Pakistan. I'm showing people Vietnam and, you know, I'm not really interested in that. Yeah. And so that's when I realized my passion wasn't motorcycles. It was Pakistan and motorcycle was just a way to get closer to my passion and and then I came back home and I told myself I'm never riding a motorcycle anywhere else. This is where I want to be. And wow, since then, wow, wow. many since then, uh, I've invited like I don't know too many people over to Pakistan and taken them on motorcycle tours. And and I love every second of it. That's amazing. Now, yeah. So that was the end of part one with Moin Khan. Um, hope you guys are enjoying it so far. Uh, we certainly are. And part two is up as well. Uh, and if you guys are enjoying it, do go out. Uh, do go to iTunes or our website and listen to part two as well. And let us know what you guys think. Wow.